JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Well, why don't we just put on a show? Put on a show. All right. And put on a great show. Come on, put on a show. Well, we'll put on a show they'll never forget. Yeah, okay. I think that I heard you already. Oh, well, here it is. And good morning, JP, Coriel, Husker Nick. It's Thursday. September 14th, the appetizer to the weekend. Good morning, Coriel. Good morning. Good morning, Nick. Good morning. Do you guys find that there are less and less people socializing after work? Not in my Mm. field. (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) I'm in commercial real estate, guys. That's literally every day. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I don't think so. The Wall Street Journal put an article out saying that the People are trending away from doing stuff after work. Huh. Like, Why? people would rather just uh, not go out anymore. The draw of food and drinks isn't even what it used to be, according to the Wall Street Journal in New York City. Is where that's based out of. So, huh. it's like, I just, so they'd I, rather be comfy at home. Yeah, and... said the pandemic taught people to be less reliant on going to restaurants and drinking among young adults is <laughs> down a few ticks from what it used to be. I don't know. The Maybe in New York. Employers are shying away from taking up employees' personal time, so office events are more frequently scheduled during work hours. Like we've got a lunch today in the oh, building. Oh, we do. Oh, yeah. so oh, you're talking do. about you're talking about like a uh, work company event? Yeah, like a company or just event. or even just after going to an FAC or or doing something know, on the man. weekend. I, I think so not work related. It's both. It's like a little bit of both. Oh, okay, gotcha. I think in Lincoln, it's going strong. Yeah, but maybe in New York, I don't know. We don't live there. Yeah, bigger, bigger cities. I could are, see. I mean, if that was the case in some areas, for sure, because we just like to socialize around here. I could tell yeah. you because I do. I have a lot of meetings around like four o'clock at the venue, and that place <laughs> is packed yeah. all every day, every day, every day. You can cater not. downtown, packed every day. Yeah, I don't know. It hasn't been Rosie's, my experience, but de- definitely can every see day. that. Especially around the pandemic, it might have conditioned some people to distance and stay home a little yeah. more instead of going out or doing those activities at home versus going out. I find if I'm home for too long, I get bored and I want to go do something. I think the the mm-hmm. only yeah. the only thing that is like this for me anyways, I can only speak for myself, obviously, is like sporting events. I used to love going to sporting events. Okay. Not anymore. Really? I like being in my man cave. And just hang and, in there. And yeah, and I have friends over and like we just chill and I got multiple TVs and my beer food, you got ten dollars. Yeah, it is cheaper to do all that. I'm at home making too. my own food, which I like better than most other people's foods they make. <laughs> yeah, so like that's, that's kinda that's where I'm at anymore. You interesting. Know? Yeah. It just I just like being in the old man cave more off more. For me I was really hoping when I was younger, <laughs> like twenty one, twenty two, whatever, that my friends would catch on to this whole thing but it always bothered me that we would go out all day long or all night long to mm-hmm. watch the game somewhere because right. it takes pretty much the entire day to do it well no it's because it was so expensive oh. i would a- after two drinks i'm like this is an entire handle of vodka at home <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah i mean when you're a broke college student you kind of frame things that way yeah and i still do sometimes i'll be out and i'm like i just spent how much money for drinks? That is literally three cases of beer yeah. and a handle of liquor at the house. Did you? Where did you go before, like, when you used to not work during Husker games, but, like, when you used to just tailgate or hang out? Where did you used to go? I never did. I always worked. 
Oh man! So like, you yeah, like I, I went to wow. one game at the Res. One one game oh, at the that Res. That place was epic. But I had to the work Res, to, and then you know, uh, Gold's lot. The Gold's parking lot was also a heck of an awesome place. Yeah. To be, we used to have the uh, northeast corner of that was like all of my buddies, and there was probably like forty of us that would have friends there and stuff, and it'd just be a huge party. That was fun. I do miss yeah. that. I do miss that quite a bit. Well, if you'd like to get out and join us, we're going to be socializing on Saturday in yes. the rail yard. Like Please dip a toe into the social waters <laughs> if you've been a recluse after work. Yeah. Come on down. Have some fun with us. We'll be down there about 3 o'clock on Saturday. So there you go. I, I, I think we're, we're nice and strong here in Nebraska. We'll see what happens elsewhere, but uh, continue to socialize. And You're invited to our parties. Exactly. Coming up next. Go! This is what's next with J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick. Speaking of parties, we got Colby Cooper tonight at Mervyn Theater. If you want to check out great sure new I country do. music. Uh, for the show today, we'll try to help Kyle sort out things in Datum or Dumpum. And he's basically being encouraged by his co-workers to get a hold of us. So they're on champion Smart co-workers. Team Kyle to get him in here. We'll get the follow-up on uh, Did You Know Nebraska? And we'll get into J.P. Max's guest and the nitties next, brought to you by Nutrition Authority. Wait, so are Morgan Wallen and Kristen Cavallari dating? Why we think there's finally a Stapleton and Straight collab coming. Oliver Anthony reschedules and more. Getting you in the know from Music Row. Check this out. Coriel has your nitty gritty from Music City on Kicks 96.9. Nitty Gritty for Music City, powered by A1 Mold Testing and Remediation. You can watch along on Facebook, KX969, by the way. So are Morgan Wallen and Kristen Cavallari dating? Have they been on a date, at least? Inquiring minds want to know, so does Andy Cohen. The former reality star was on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. And fans Zoom called in and asked her about the celebrity she's been dating a celeb that her three kids are known fans of. Before she could answer, Cohen said, quote, it's obviously Morgan Wallen, explaining that her kids are acknowledged fans of the country superstar. (laughs) But Kristen wasn't going to confirm or deny that. She, like, squirmed a little bit. She says, quote, I'm not answering that question. But Cohen wasn't done prying, adding, quote, it's not Morgan Wallen, because you said you never went on a date with him. And then she says, did I say that? And then Cohen shot back, you said you're not dating him. And at that point, Kristen agreed with him. She says, you know, yeah, I'm not dating this person. And then, like a prosecutor, says, so you went on a date. (laughs) That's from Andy Cohen. She replies, I don't know, but like laughs, sort of like a lips are sealed motion. And then, quote, wow, I think we just cracked the case from Cohen. Uh, Kristen just kind of laughed along, but then remained just a little... uh, mysterious about it and mm. and no one knows whether or not Cohen actually discovered the secret or not i don't know if her, that's just her being funny and coy and leading people astray a bit i'm sure that would be so fun to do as a celebrity oh yeah so who knows Get but now those clicks now it seems that um the the rumor mill is churning that it's morgan wallen can, and Kristen cavallari i can envision that entire scene perfectly the way you described it thank yeah. you thank mm-hmm. you that was great Kristen is from, in case you didn't know, from Laguna Beach back Thank you for in. That. Um, folks don't know that. Like yeah. the early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. George Strait and Chris Stapleton have been hanging out a lot lately. I mean, they're t- 
touring together. And they actually extended the tour through next year. By the way, if you want to see them, May 25th, Ames, Iowa would be the closest one. There's only nine dates on that extended run. Yep. So it isn't surprising to see them together under ordinary circumstances. But one place they were seen recently raised a few eyebrows and some hopes, I suppose. Nashville studio veteran Brent Mason shared photos from the Castle Studio in Franklin, Tennessee last week saying that he's a part of the new Straight album that's currently being recorded. Oh, wow. The guitarist indicates that the group reportedly recorded in late August and early September. Pictures find Stapleton behind the soundboard and behind Straight in a group shot. So people are wondering, are Chris and George working together on one or more tracks? Or was Stapleton just hanging out? Oh, man. Maybe Stapleton has a little hand in... The album overall, I don't know. But George is typically shy about collaborating with people. He's only done one feature since 2011, and that was a Willie Nelson song, uh, Sing One with Willie, that appeared on the the most recent album in 2019. So, I don't know. It could just be some wild conjecture, but it would be nice. I think they did say a long time ago that they would love to collaborate at some point. It just had to be the right song. Can we get Andy Cohen to interview him on his show? (laughs) And then he can try to pressure him yes. to admit whether he's on. Are you on the album or not? So yeah. you're saying you did sing a song or the entire album? Yeah, country music detective Andy yeah, Cohen. Cohen. That's actually sweet. next to his name. Luke Bryan is such a huge star. I think we sometimes forget how he got there. He did it by being a hit machine. There was a party the other day in Nashville honoring him for having 30 number one singles on country radio. Before the festivities began, he was asked what it feels like to have that kind of success. You know, when you're so focused in the trenches of all this, it's, it's days like this where it kind of, I guess kind of your career flashes in front of your eyes. And I started thinking about three or four days ago about, obviously, at some point I'll have to do a speech tonight and start thinking everybody. And you start thinking about everybody you need to think. And it's pretty um, it's pretty surreal to think about all the the people that have been involved in the mix to make all this happen. I'm sure it's many. Luke's first ever number one on country radio was Do I back in 2009. I remember standing in my living room in Unadilla watching that movie or that uh, music video on like CMT. (laughs) And then his most recent was last year's Country On. In all, he's spent 56 weeks at number one. Luke's only 47, so he might even double that total uh, by the end of his run. Last but not least, we mentioned this, um, the Oliver Anthony show thing in... Knoxville, Tennessee, or not Knox, yeah, in Knoxville, Tennessee, it just kind of became a conundrum. So he canceled the initial one when he found out the tickets were priced at $100 and then meet and greet opportunities at like 200 basically. Yeah. He ranted about how he never wanted fans to pay that much. They should never be able or never have to pay that much. He's now performing on the 29th at the Knoxville Convention Center, so changed venues. He set the ticket price at $25, but as you know where this is headed, they immediately sold out, and then people have uh, scooped up the tickets and are selling them on secondary sites for over $100. Um, we've heard oh, yeah. of you know other cases where it's over hundreds of dollars, so could be worse, I suppose, yeah. but this is exactly what you get. People are always going to pay the highest price. It's supply and demand for tickets, so it is actually a very complicated problem to fix. It isn't an overnight thing. At least he's, you know, pointing fingers at it too. Maybe at some point in time it'll be cheaper, but the ball hasn't totally uh, rolled in that direction yet. It oh, seems yeah. that's capitalism. It's Nitty Gritty from Music City. I'm Coriel with Kicks Ninety Six Point. JP Coriel and Husker Nick.
What is good in your world today? Let us know. Facebook, X, or Instagram, KX969 to be a part of the show. Coriel, what's yours today? My good thing is on the 22nd anniversary of 9-11 earlier this week, I had seen it once briefly on TikTok, I think, and then I thought, oh, maybe this is taken out of context. Maybe this was on a different day, but it seems to be real. Um, a double rainbow appeared over New York City. And the videos of it, the pictures and but specifically videos of it panning and stuff from inside high-rise buildings and things like that. Uh, it just was really, really, uh, it was really cathartic sort of to see. And then also it was it was very sad. You know, you want those um, those people we lost on that tragic day to have been able to see that view as well. It was beautiful, absolutely gorgeous. Um, a photojournalist named Gary Heshorn was among those who captured this photo and shared it to social media. His image shows the rainbow between one world trade where one of the attacks occurred and the entire uh, Empire State Building encompassing sort of uh, all of NYC, it looks wow. in the image, but mm. it's super, super cool. Uh, I'll uh, not retweet, repost on not Twitter, X, KZK, X969, so you can see it, but uh, it is absolutely be- uh, beautiful. It's like the boldest, most vibrant rainbow I've seen. It almost looks fake. So but it's not. Yeah. Nope. It's real. It's just beautiful. Love it so nice. much. That's awesome. Nick, your good thing. Um, I, my good thing, I'm going to, there. it's two really quick personal good things. Uh, one, my, I tweeted this out yesterday, at Husker underscore Nick, if you want to see it. Uh, my kids, last night, my daughter brought home something. She had to draw. I asked my son to help her with her homework because I was busy cleaning the house. And he, what, <laughs> her homework was draw two goats. <laughs> so, my, so my son <laughs> helped her draw Patrick Mahomes throwing to Travis Kelsey. Stop. That's so <laughs> funny. That's ridiculous. I mean, greatest tight end of all time. <laughs> One day, greatest quarterback of all time. It was the greatest thing I've ever seen. Um, I was so proud of them. And then um, the other thing, too, is like, uh, you know, friend circles are important and having friends that you can that just get you and love you for who you are. Yesterday, I called a friend of mine and uh, she was playing volleyball and her her phone's on silent. And I just kept blowing her up like, hey, you got to call me back. Call me back now. As soon as you get this, you got to call me back. And I could hear people playing volleyball in the background. And one Coriel Thomas called me and uh, I just really quickly had to tell her a dirty joke I heard. And she completely was like, "That's awesome," and was and was totally cool with me, <laughs> Met ruining her you know volleyball what? time. <laughs> Get you so a friend who, <laughs> who will call you incessantly with a text also that says, "Call me," ASAP. and strike just absolute fear and anxiety in you that something terrible has yeah. happened, only to give you a dirty joke. Yeah, but it was one I knew you'd like. So True I had friend. to call you. It's a good friend. So I just want to share Friendship. those things. Mm-hmm. Friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> uh, it's a good, bad thing. I mean, nobody won the Powerball last night, so we'll have $596 million to try to win tomorrow at the Millionaire's Club. My good thing involves the Indiana Jones of the art world. Uh, his name is Arthur Brand. Uh, he's Dutch, and he's done it again. He's an art crime investigator and has recovered an early Vincent Van Gogh oil painting that was stolen three years ago. Ooh, see, that's always baffled me. How do people, how do people even find stuff like that? Like to find original artwork and follow the clues and stuff like that, I think that would be really tough. These people legit stole it from a museum. 
Like this, uh, oh, this Van Gogh they stole from the museum. I see, I see, I see. And he did like Indiana Jones does and tracked it down and, and got this painting back. Oh, and got it yeah, back to the museum. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So somebody originally stole it from the museum and then he stole it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm saying like, how do you even find? I mean, I I know. Yeah, never mind. I just think that's that's, that's tough to do all around. Because I, I I thought maybe you were talking about like somebody just uncovers like they had a, a Van Gogh that. Where is he from again? He is from Dutch. He's Dutch. You He's know, there's Dutch. only two things in this Dutch. world <laughs> that I can't stand, and it's people who are intolerable of other people's cultures and the and Dutch. The Dutch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he managed to get it. Uh, it was actually stolen from a museum on the anniversary of Vincent van Gogh's birthday in 2020, and they caught the suspect, but he's like, I don't have the artwork. Yeah. Well, Arthur did the Indiana Jones stuff and tracked it down. Yeah. Found that would be it. Tough. Got it back to the museum, and he is once again a hero. Chances wow. are that criminal didn't want it to be found, so it was probably somewhere either hiding in plain sight mm-hmm. or it was a Rubik's Cube yeah. to get could, to it. They, then he just need to make a movie about Arthur Brand. There you go. He's the next Indiana Jones. He could IRL Indiana Jones. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Football comes back again tonight. It's like the Vikings and Eagles. Is that what it is, Nick? Yeah, you okay. betcha. Be, be a good, good game. I, Vikings got some injuries uh, on the offensive line. I might be in trouble here. So make sure your fantasy teams are all set up and ready to go. Mm. Uh, on Monday night, you might have seen this on social media, but there's a video that went viral mm. at a Wisconsin bar as fans there were cheering loudly when Aaron Rodgers went down with what ended up being a torn Achilles. Yeah, man. Oh, man. Doggone. Fans of that region understandably salty over how he left the Green Bay Packers. And so Jack's American Pub decided to cash in with a promotion that promised all tabs would be comped if the Jets lost. Oh, wow. That would have been nice. So to be fair, it's more likely that the fans were cheering for the free food and beer and not for the fact that Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and so, <clears throat> not not the fact. I didn't. What happened was the bad news for the the bar crowd though came because at the end of the game and the news report that was put out by this reporter from Wisconsin was him giving an update of like he showed first the fans cheering when Rodgers went down, and then the fans celebrating the fact that the the Jets were losing. Okay, and then they went back to him live, and this is what happened. Match. Enjoy. And the mood has changed considerably. That is because the Jets just won the game on a long touchdown in overtime. You can take a look. This is the reaction from a bar where people are realizing the bar tabs, they've been racking up all night, thinking, certainly with Rogers hurt, the bar was going to be paying that tab. It is setting in. They are going to have to go to the bar and pay that tab. About 350, 350 tabs were open. Brutal. The, the reports on this thing was that people were just racking up the bills. Yeah. While they well, were, because yeah. they thought they were going to get it all for free. The yeah, largest tab was reported at 160 bucks, and every oh. bit of that was on beer. That's not bad. Then. That's not bad. That's well, not you, they're also drinking in Wisconsin, where it's <laughs> like they basically almost pay you technically they were lattes. paying you to drink so yeah. <laughs> a lot of cow for days the I'm owners surprised that was the highest tab yeah, you reported so far i mean maybe maybe higher but like first 350 bar tabs so if the highest is 160 and like some of the other ones maybe average about 100 that's a lot of money yeah it's a lot of money either way wow so the uh. o- the owners of said bar are now to be on a retreat 
and haven't decided whether or not uh, the promotion will continue. Oh, but they got paid, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, they're on a retreat because they just made a lot of money. (laughs) They're taking a little breather somewhere. Because you know they were sweating bullets and having like quasi heart attacks up oh, until yeah. the overtime. Because that game went to overtime. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then a, a return for a touchdown. Well, not well. much of an overtime. It was like two seconds yeah. in that the Jets <laughs> scored. But, so yeah. be careful when you uh, when you do little promotional things like that. It's the, the pits and pratfalls that come with it. See, that's the thing. I don't know. Whenever you have the opportunity in this situation to rack up a huge bill, whatever, because you think you're going to win... Uh, or you think that other team's going to lose, whatever. It almost never ends up that way. It's almost like a too-good-to-be-true scenario. Be do leery you, of that. Maybe maybe ride the line, a happy middle. Do you remember when something like this happened in Nebraska with football? Uh-uh. Mm-mm. There was, back in like the late 90s when we were really good, there was this advertisement with Nebraska Furniture Mart that if you bought a, it was a I want to say it was a big-screen TV or something. Okay. Uh, during that year, if Nebraska won the national championship, then you would get a. It was in '97. Then you'd get your TV, you get your money back. And back then, those TVs were like eight thousand yeah, dollars, right? Really expensive. Do you remember what happened at all in '97? No. Uh, we split the national championship. Yeah. And oh. their advertisement was for the one we didn't win, even oh. though we won the other national championship. Wow. So then they had to figure out what to do over it. Oh. It was like this huge thing. Yeah, it yeah. was a big deal in Nebraska. Honestly, I'm surprised you don't remember that, JP. I I did not pay attention to that. Apparently. From a marketing and brand and like a promotional aspect, right now, it, that's making me sweat. Yeah, because you have to think of literally all of the possible outcomes: how yeah. this could work in your favor and how this could not work in your favor. Yeah, it was crazy. Okay. It was absolutely crazy. People were furious. I bet they were. I'm willing to bet nobody was that drunk watching the right. the Jets and uh, uh, what was it? Jets and was it just Packers uh, game? Because truthfully, if I had the opportunity to have a free tab for the evening, I would have already bought rounds. Of, I would have been so lost off the sauce. I would have started buying rounds for people on my tab. Oh yeah. So they could they, sure. they couldn't have been that drunk, right? Either way, don't invite Coriel because you probably will never win. My tab would be like five hundred dollars. Yes, it'd be mm. it'd be ridiculous. And I would not be paying. I would skip town before I paid that. <laughs> You're listening to JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Check this out. Here's what's trending online now. It's going down. Right here on Kix96.9. Brought to you by Camping World of Lincoln. Three. They're not doing anything to demean him or harm him in any way there. They've handled him well since he was taken into custody. Uh, I'm proud of them and their work. The manhunt for escaped murderer Danilo Cavalcante came to an end yesterday morning with the fugitive in custody after a 14-day manhunt. A team of tactical officers closed in on Cavalcante's location after a plane fitted with thermal imaging camera picked up his heat signature overnight, which allowed authorities to surround the area he was in and move in with search dogs. Bivin says the escaped killer tried to flee by crawling through the underbrush, but was subdued by a search dog that gave him a superficial scalp wound while taking him down while another clamped down on his thigh. Cavalcante was taken to a state police barracks in Avondale, Avondale, where he was arraigned on an escape charge before being transported to a state prison outside Philadelphia to continue serving a life sentence for killing his ex-girlfriend. So the search is over. He search is, is over. back to normal in Pennsylvania. They caught the bad guy. Yep. There were people tweeting out yesterday about how crazy, I guess, that area was while they were trying to find him. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were like, a lot of you think this is funny, but 
you would not believe the police presence that was around this area, how scary <laughs> yeah. it was. Yeah, it's like, I, it just took Dog the Bounty Hunter to threaten to come help that they mm. finally were able to keep, yeah. catch the guy and get him. Definitely. Cut, the know? police were like, we can't let this kooky Madooki TV guy beat us to this person. <laughs> we no got up our efforts here, yep. guys. Maximum effort. The National Toy Hall of Fame revealed the 12 finalists for its 2023 class. And once again, Coriel's favorite childhood toy, Illegal Fireworks, were robbed from being <laughs> on the ballot. Uh, the finalists are Shoot. baseball cards. Yeah, man. Cool. Oh, the baby. board game Battleship. Mm-hmm. Bingo. Wow. Bop It. Cabbage Patch Kids. Yeah. Choose Your Own Adventure Game Books. Hmm. Connect awesome. Four. Mattel's Ken instead of Mattel's Barbie. Ken is actually getting nominated. Oh, good for him. The Finally. Little Tykes Cozy Coop, which is that classic red car with the yellow yep. roof. Oh, my goodness. Really? Yeah. It's just not in there. That's Nerf cool. Toys, Slime, and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. How are the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles not in there already? Uh, right. that That's very strange to me. Iconic. So the winners will be voted on by toy industry experts plus public voting on a website called museumofplay.org throughout the next week. So you okay. can go on there and vote. And three of the 12 toys will wind up getting inducted and they announced a winner on November 9th. Cool. Bingo and Nerf, by the way, were nominated last year but didn't make the cut. Uh, also nominated last year were Light Bright, Masters of the Universe, and The Top. You know that toy you spin around? Oh, yeah. Those were the three that that made it. That made it? Yeah. That did make it last yeah. year. Okay, yeah. I thought yeah. they were yeah. the one yeah. cutting Masters of the Universe got in last year. Yeah. 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 He-Man got in there. That's I was excited right. about Light Bright. All of that. So, hey, there you go. Go vote at museumofplay.org for your favorite toy. One! And then... Ooh, spooky. It, it looks like a toy, but it's not. It looks like a clay figure, honestly. So a UFO researcher brought what he says are the bodies of two extraterrestrial beings to a congressional hearing in Mexico. Yeah, there are a couple things you bring to congressional hearings. You you bring your you bring a your laptop maybe a a laptop, your cell phone, maybe cup of coffee, and don't forget your uh, extraterrestrial beings' bodies. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) that's that's normal. Jamie Masson says the small mummified figures were discovered in Peru in 2017 are, and are between 700 and 1,800 years old. That's a big yeah. gap. He's, he says he, his claims can be backed up by DNA tests, though he didn't share the results of any tests and whether they'd been performed. Oh, he just claims yeah, that they've been tested? Yeah, he's claiming that. So he yeah. just brought some fake aliens in front of the, the government down in Mexico? Y- yeah, down to Mexico. Nice. Uh, I liked all the memes of those where they were turning them into stuff. Yeah. Like, they're like, they obviously E.T. was one that was there. Right. I saw one and it made me laugh, and then I felt bad for laughing. But they were like, they put the alien and Joe Biden next to each other. And I was like, oh. Oh, no. (laughs) They do kind of of look like um, Dobby from Harry Potter. A oh, little yeah, bit, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A little I bit mean, like Dobby. Dobby has that long no, uh, and the nose, ears, though, and the, and the ears. ears. So yeah. it's basically, if you took the nose and the ears off of Dobby, that's what this thing looks like. Yeah, yeah it was, uh, I don't know. That's kind of an interesting deal there. You know, it's like, are they just so brave and bold that they bring a, a no, knowingly bring a, a, a fake thing like this in to front of it? congressional... A congressional hearing? They're like, in today's world, no one's going to believe it anyway, so we're fine. Yeah, that's why I'm getting all um, X-Files, Fox Mulder about it. Like, 
Maybe it just looks so fake and we just so refuse to believe that something is so unreal looking that it's actually real. So you don't believe these are real? Mm, mm, I don't know. You're you're the believer of all extraterrestrial things. I don't not believe and I don't believe. I'm in the middle. Like you need to tangibly like hold these little JP. Do you not believe ETs. that aliens have visited our planet? Oh no, I totally believe that. Coriel, I just she seems like she's on the fence on whether or not these actual ones that he brought to the congressional well, that, thing. I don't, in I don't, who knows if they are? Yeah, I, w- I would have no, no way of knowing. Okay. I don't think any of us really have any way of knowing. Yeah, you're just usually could, a true believer. Like, oh man, I got to go see those things. Yeah, I just want to see it in person. Okay. I also kind of want one. Ooh. The mummified ones or the real ones? No, real ones. If these okay. little guys are real, I want to hang out with one. So, which they alien would cool. you rather hang out with? Like the alien, like ET, or like the alien Paul? What's or the Seth alien Rogen? Paul? What's the alien Paul? Have you ever? You guys haven't seen that movie, Paul? Huh. Seth Rogen is the voice of this alien Paul who likes to. Well, if smoke it's Seth Rogen dressed yeah, as an I alien, that one. That, you're gonna go with that. Without alien? seeing the yes. show, you might be setting us up here, but yeah, I would say probably that one. Yeah. If it's Seth Rogen dressed as an alien, then yes. Okay. <laughs> then I'd rather hang out with Seth you're Rogen. Out that that dressed alien. as an alien. Definitely not the alien from like the Sigourney Weaver aliens movies. I don't I know. Kind of they might or, actually just be misunderstood. <laughs> or the alien from Predator. <laughs> Again, they might just have tempers. Maybe somebody did them wrong. Is that what it is? Maybe you just need to ask questions. Ask them how their day is. Right. There you go. Maybe that's it. Maybe they're fun. Okay. There you go. That's what's trending today. JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. I mean, if your coworkers are telling you need to be on Data Bird Dump them, you do it, right? Yeah, duh. Let's get to Kyle. Love, lust, or something else? Find out next on Kicks 96.9. It's Date them or Dump them with JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Morning, Kyle. Hey, hey, how are you? We're good, man. Hi. So give us kind of a rundown. How'd you meet Jessica? What'd you guys do? And we will try to it's diagnose me, this Jessica. and figure it out for you. Met online on Match. Okay. Um, cool. I, I really don't know what I'm doing here. Like my, my coworkers kind of you know, egg me on and give you guys a call. Okay. So They're hey, smart coworkers. Sounds like you got cool coworkers. Yeah, they listen to the show. That's good. The best Fair. of all time. Yeah. It's a bunch of ladies that I, I work with. They listen to your show, and they, they're interested in my dating life, I guess. Well, we're interested now, too. Yeah, yeah we're in. We're, we're, in. we're in. Let's go. What you got? You well, sound like a catch. They think I'm great. You know, I own my own house, and, uh, you know, I'm doing okay, you know, money-wise, and I take cool. care of myself. They think I deserve, you know, somebody special. Okay, so you met Jessica then do on Match. Do you think you deserve somebody special? Yeah. I do. Good. You deserve it. Yeah. Good for yeah. you. And uh, it, it, it was, you know, it was a really good date. You know, I had a great time. And, and after I, you know, came in, I was talking to the girls at the office about it, and they agreed that it sounded like it was a pretty good date. So they asked me, you know, if you know, if I talked to her, and I, I haven't heard from her yet, and I, I tried calling her, but she's not calling me back, and that's why they told me to give you guys a ring. Mm-hmm. Did, what was your date? I'm sorry. What did you do for your date? We had a, a, a good time. Uh, conversation was good. You know, I'm not thinking about you know, what I needed to say next. Usually, you know, that's a go for me. Just cool conversation. I, right. I, you know, very laid back. You know, kind of chilling. I just, I just don't know exactly what happened here. Could you have possibly spent the entire date either avoiding the topic altogether or just being really slow to get to your point? <laughs> 
I think you're a little drawn out as you come is out it with a, this stuff. A little, I'm a little worried this is, is what happened. And like he's a slow talker. Is that what you're? I thinking? mean, is is the he I, he still has not answered Coriel's question? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like what did you, uh, what? Yeah, what did, you, what did you do for your date? Is what Coriel I think was asking. Yeah. Well, yeah, everything seemed like everything was going well. You know, we had a great time. You know. Drinks turned into dinner. And so drinks and dinner, I, I okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I can't see. I, I don't know why she's ghosting me. That's the thing, you know. She's, oh, you know, she's good looking, and I, I said, you know, we had a, a lot to talk about. Okay. Okay. Imagine how long it took. Yeah, like what? <laughs> how long were you on this date? Well, we're both transplants from Kansas City. And cool. We moved here. It was like four or five years ago, and. We'd love it, but we just missed home, and it just felt like she was giving me every signal and sign that it was going really well, and that it was going to turn into another date. Gotcha. Okay. Right. Well, only okay. one way to get to the bottom of this, I think. Yeah. Did your coworkers give you any uh, any advice other than just calling us? No, they say if anybody's going to help you, you guys can be able to help. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Well, well they're not wrong. We will <laughs> never listen to this segment before now. I know. <laughs> we will do everything we can to get Jessica on the phone and see if we can figure things out for you guys to get you another date, if that's all right with you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to find out what's going on, yeah. With J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick. Okay, beyond possibly being just a slow talker. What do you think's wrong with Kyle? <laughs> Tell us what you think happened with Kyle's date or on the date. You can go to not Twitter, X, KZKX969, or Instagram. Message us to on Facebook, KX969, and gift form is the best form. Jonah, the conversation for Dan and Dumble. More than one side to the story. More Datum or Dumpum is coming up on Kicks 96.9. So if you're just joining us, Kyle met Jessica on Match. Uh, is her co-workers that egged them on to give us a call to see about helping out. It's a bunch of ladies that listen to our show. So shout out Kyle's co-workers for listening every day and then sending him to us. Uh, so far, it's been determined that uh, Kyle is a slow talker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that that is like the primary guess on what went wrong between him and Jessica. Yeah, it's a glaring one. Let's find out if that's it. Hello. Hi, good morning. Hello. We're we're looking for Hi. Jessica. I just go. Hey, hey. It's uh, J.P. Coriel Huskernick. Good morning. I'm sorry. Can you be my alarm clock in the morning? <laughs> You're so positive and chipper and nice. Well, I've had a couple cups of coffee, so I think I'm ready to go. Girl, okay, same. nice. Are you wait? Are you guys from that show, Datum or Dumpum? Yeah, that's Datum or Dumpum. We are calling you about a guy you went on a date with. Oh no, are you talking about Kyle? Yeah, we are calling about Kyle. He was very curious on why you aren't getting back to him. Uh, Nick thinks it might be just because he's a, a slow talker. <laughs> Does that sound great? Right. That's a great observation, that's for sure. So how was your date with Kyle then? Well, I think the date was really, really fun. Um, but there's a few red flags, the biggest red flag. Okay, what, um, what's with that? that? Well, he doesn't have, like, any guy friends. Guy friends? Yeah, no guy friends. Okay. Like, I think that's kind of weird at our age. And, you know, all he was doing was talking about these women that he, like, works with all the time. So I'm oh, like, yeah. okay. We well. did hear about the women at work, too. Yeah. Well, I guess that's cool. It sounds like he's the only rooster in the tent house on mine, too. And then <laughs> yeah? he was, he's like, yeah, he hangs out with them. And they have a volleyball team or some, something together at the office. 
so um, fun. I wonder if I've played you know. them. You might have played them. <laughs> I probably already. have volleyball, Coriel. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Wait, Kyle. Okay, never mind. I have an idea in my head. I'll ask him later. He just talked about the the lady friends at work, huh? That are on his sand volleyball team. What if the lady friends are not actually at like his work office, but they're at the office office? Yeah, maybe they're at the office. What if these are the What if these are the lady dancers at the office? At the gentlemen's club that he's talking about. Yeah, they could be. What if it is? Oh my gosh! I hope so. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, that would be an amazing volleyball team, I guess. <laughs> I, you no, know, that, that occurred to me, too. <laughs> That's funny. Great mind. Think alike. So it's freaking you out a little bit that he... Well, how do you know that he doesn't have other guy friends? Did you ask him if he had guy friends? I mean, maybe you just need to get well, to know him more to know that. Yeah, I asked him, like, there are other people that he hangs out with and people at work. And he just kept talking about his friend, Erica. They vacation together. They vacation with other women. Huh. And I'm just like, that's just weird. You don't go on guy trips or, like, are we going to watch football, drinking beer at the bar, anything? Like, I, I got nothing. Nothing guy-related. Yeah. Hmm. Well, and I know that that can be a little odd sometimes from a female perspective when this guy you're interested in seems to be only surrounded by females. I mean, hmm. that kind of freaked me out a, a little bit, too. Not, not that, to say that, like, like, you have to have, a like, any type of romantic relationship with female friends. Not necessarily, no. But, right, but, no. but sometimes you're like, well, why don't you have, like, guy friends around you? Yeah. Well, and that, like, again, gives another type of flag where a red flag where, like, hey, if you're only hanging out with women, and I'm not trying to stereotype, but, like, are you, like, maybe gay? Oh, my goodness. He did say he moved up here from Kansas City. Maybe he just hasn't, like, met a lot of dudes to hang out with. Mm, I bet finding guy friends as, like, an adult male from a different city just, like, plopped into another place. I bet that would be kind of hard. Especially if all the coworkers you have are women. I mean, it's you automatically, whoever you work with becomes, like, your your confidants, your friends, and then you build from there. Also, is he from a family of, like, only women for the most part? Maybe he just... Yeah, like that's grew a, up with only women, and he too. just like yeah. relates to them. We gotta take a quick break. We're gonna get Kyle in here and get his side of things with Datum or Dump'em next. Now the conclusion to Datum or Dump'em with JP Coriel and Husker Nick on Kicks ninety six point nine. So Jessica's issue with Kyle is the fact that he doesn't have any guy friends, or at least it seems like that, because all he does is talk about the ladies at his work. Yeah, uh, and so we're eliminating it. Is the ladies at his work? Is did he grow up in a house full of women? This also eliminates him having these ladies from the office, yeah. like because he would have met JP by now. Correct. And yes. Been friends if it was the right. office office, it would we're, be yeah, yeah. JP we're getting and off him would track. be best friends. So let's just let's bring Kyle in here and uh, Jessica. Yeah, Kyle's on with us. Kyle, good morning again. She's concerned about the fact that you don't have any guy friends. The lack of dude friends. I do have guy friends. Hmm. Like I, they're, okay. They're just back in KC, and I just I. I haven't met any guys that I care to hang out with here. Oh, okay. Okay. Fair. Is it fair to say that that's kind of tough to find other guy friends when you move from a big, like, if you just, like, move like that? To be part of a kind of a collecting stuff, you know? It's just that, you know, after college, you know, it's kind of hard to make friends outside of work for me because I, I, I work a lot. I've always been uh, I think I gravitate to people I work with more, you know? Gotcha. It just so happens that I work in an office full of women. Yeah, it's not mm, like it's easy sense. to do that. I know that like years ago, I don't even know if this is a thing or not, but on Bumble, the dating app, you could switch it so that it was only looking for friends 
like okay. just to get hooked up with people oh, in the really? area, like an area, whatever. Yeah, you could do that. I don't know if that's even a function anymore. I bet nobody actually used it for real. But <laughs> I mean, you got to be careful if you're searching for. You can't just like type in like man seeking another man's friendship on line and just find actual friendship. You'll find some very weird rabbit holes. I bet you will. When you oh, search yeah. like mm-hmm. <laughs> man seeking man, so it's got to be friendship. tough for you. I I get it. And how would she know that you had guy friends back home, really, unless you? Really talk have talked yeah. multiple times, probably, or even like went there together. So, well, that's good yeah. news, I guess. But I just, I don't think it's my fault, you know, just because I'm not going to ignore them. Like, yeah, I can't be friends with you because you're all women. Like, yeah, 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 definitely. I don't date people I work with. That's a big red flag to me. I just, I don't know. You know, I'm not sleeping probably with smart. all the women yeah. I'm friends with. You know, I'm just either. I just, you know, I grew up with three sisters, so maybe that's the reason I'm more comfortable hanging out and talking to women. You know, it doesn't have to end up in a romantic relationship or anything. There you go. All makes sense. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, Jessica, after hearing all of this, does that change your mind about uh, Kyle? Nope. I just don't like it when I have <laughs> I like her someone honesty. that I would be it took me a minute there. <laughs> that has this female friends. Like, regardless of where you moved from, where you came from, X, Y, and Z, like, you're not going to have one, at least one buddy or bromance. You did not find one romance romance. ever. A bro to hang out with. Awkward to me, you know? And, like, talking about the Bumble BFF thing, girl, I had some bad luck on that Bumble BFF. (laughs) Tried that, did that. I was going to say, I don't think... girl wanted to take me home. I'm like, ooh, girl, we're just having here for a man here, and you're asking me to go home. Where are we? I was like, why? Wow. I can understand that could be a little spooky-mooky <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, yeah you are, dicey, for sure. The fact that he doesn't even have one bromance or one guy friend is just... What here? Could it be though? Like, like when people ask me about Coriel, I'm like, I basically consider Coriel one of my dude friends. Yeah, for sure, dog. Yeah, she's kind of a, <laughs> a guy. Like, she farts loudly. For sure, for sure um, dog. She's dirty. You know, <laughs> she's dirty. She like, she because men are typically I mean, you, dirty. She chugs beers one, fast. One masculine female friend. That's great, but he has like it sounds like he has like ten to twelve. You know, okay. like that's just. Yeah. Well, it looks like you're going to have to go, you're going to have to travel to see any of his guy friends. It sounds like they're hours away. So if you want to, if you want to go travel three and a half hours to like visibly confirm that he has guy friends, (laughs) then you're just going to have to take his word for it or yeah him, but then it could be a whole new world to like open up a whole new can of beans there like if they're all from independence you don't want you can't trust that yeah. <laughs> uh, you know or like Raytown, you got to be careful true. down there which towns they're from true. That's true. yeah which parts of okay. kc so well, you know well kyle it sounds like it's a no as far as another date with jessica being from kc myself you know <laughs> That's uh, disheartening, you know. Yeah. yeah. Don't judge a book by its cover. But, okay. you know, for a lot well, maybe you can add a little footnote her. to your Match.com profile. You can put in parentheses, and I have guy friends, by the way. May, yes. <laughs> I have guy friends, BTW. Yeah, okay. Well, Kyle, thanks for getting a hold of us, and thank your, your coworkers for listening to the show. We appreciate y'all listening in, and uh, good luck dating, buddy. Yeah, keep us updated. Is that a big red flag, Coriel? Do you think not having guy friends or... Girls not having girlfriends. Oh, hold on. My brain's trying to make like, that connection right now. Guys who hang out with just <laughs> think, women. Okay, okay. Women I see. that hang out with just Sometimes guys. Sometimes people get nervous about that. For me, me personally, no. 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 But I can see how that can make someone uncomfortable. Definitely. Yeah, okay. yeah but me personally, no. You're good with it. How about you, Nick? 
Dude, I I really don't care, but I do think that there are people in this world who get uneasy, like if if their husbands like spend a ton of time with like, you know, maybe they got a couple like lady friends that are like their best friends, you know, that they've known right. forever, and it's it's like isn't that like a trope from about every like romantic 90s and rom-com. early 2000 rom-com mm-hmm. yeah you know fun. and like and i think that's part of it um is that reason but you know i don't know i think sometimes it's hard for people when they get into a relationship to believe that there's someone of the same sex as them that could have a better like relationship or be closer to their significant other than they are right and sometimes that happens or yeah. as close and yeah it definitely okay. it also comes down to maybe feelings of like you spend more time with friends in general or somebody that isn't your partner mm-hmm. and then when it also happens to be of the um opposite sex opposite sex yeah. or you know whatever somebody that you could potentially be romantically interested in um i think that just adds insult to injury in some cases but that's kind of getting into the weeds because it wasn't about right. spending more time with friends in general it's just yeah isn't the easy answer just to become swingers i think isn't that the isn't <laughs> that the go-to open relationship simple, is yeah that just saying? a simple simple so answer the cure here is, all you know for what? romantic eh, relationships let's just let's just be swingers yeah. let's just turn be that swingers. pineapple that way upside down not a big deal oh well it's not a imagine coriel how much easier your relationship with jackson would be if you two just swinging and swinging yeah, totally right. not complicated just yeah. easy breezy. Just swanging. <laughs> Sounds like a wonderful idea. Yeah. Well, if you need our help with any dating issues or your relationships uh, beyond us just messing it up and uh, making you guys swingers, you can reach out. It's uh, Dana Bertumpum every Tuesday and Thursday with us. You're listening to J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick. And this is J.P. Makes His Guess, where you get the chance to play and have a little fun either on Team Coriel or Team Nick. And today, playing with Coriel is Matt. Good morning, Matt. Good morning. Let's get in uh, Nick's teammate, Melissa. Good morning, Melissa. Good morning. All right. Melissa, what up? Here is the category today, as it is National Parents Day Off Day. Okay. Wait a minute. What now? What does that mean? All parents deserve a day off, and today, September 14th, every year, Brings an opportunity for parents to recharge and get some much-deserved recognition. So what do the kids do? They just... Uh, fend for themselves. Roam it's around, Lord, for themselves. Lord of the Flies type stuff. Nice. Does this mean I have to put them in that closet I like to lock them in? Yeah. <laughs> like like Harry one. Potter. Yeah, exactly. Harry Potter. The Harry Potter the Harry cupboard. Harry Potter closet. Uh, no, it's literally just this tiny closet. And <laughs> yeah. there's no lights in there, and they're just there forever. And so, being it's <laughs> National Parents Day Off, it gave me an opportunity to break out the top ten... TV parents, the top 10 best TV <laughs> parents, okay. your favorite TV before. parents. Because I and thought, if I remember right, we, we hollered out the, Cros- the Cosby family, and that was a mistake. I don't remember. I think so. <laughs> and we did. We, that was actually top uh, TV uh, families. Family. Oh, that was we're a, just doing parents? August. This is just, just the parents. Just the parents. Top the top 10 TV parents. Ah, TV so definitely not on this parents. list is uh, Bill Cosby. Well, okay, yeah. again, it's about the fictional characters, not the actual people. Oh, right. that means he's on the list. All right. So, Who's first? Us? All okay. right. Uh, Let's Nick go. And, Nick and Robin won, so they don't get to go first. Uh, oh, Nick doesn't get to go first. Five, so five, Coriel and Matt get to go first. The top ten go. TV parents on National Parents Day Off. Okay. What do you think, Matt? Um, how about the Brady Bunch? 
The Brady Bunch. The Bradys. Mike and Carol Brady. The Bradys, yeah. They come in, just squeak in at the number 10. Number 10. Ooh, cow, okay. Right? So they're pretty low on the Ooh, list, but they're on okay. the list. We want to Nick and uh, Melissa. Hmm. What do you hmm. think? I mean, I guess the big question would be, what's the age range of the people pulled for these answers? I don't know. Just I will let you know this there. is Let's a, it yeah, it's a mix of TV parents from way back to current. So. I mean, there's always the Waltons. Oh, wow. They, that's way back. Let's nice. do it. The Waltons. Yeah. Thanks, JP. Thank you. Yeah, Thank sorry. You. That, is, that is pretty far <laughs> back there. Yeah. That's okay. I know who that is, so that makes me. Who are the old Waltons? Too. I don't know who that it is. It's a TV show back in the day. What TV show? JP. The Waltons. JP that's what it was called? Yeah. Yes. JP no. first watched it when he turned 40. Yeah, he I watches everything. The the Waltons, yeah. The Waltons. Well, 1972 was the first episode. It ended in nice. 1981. Okay, year I was born. Got it. Okay. So, Matt, because he said that it was a mix between old and new, Ooh. I'm going to say something. Feel free to say yours, but what Don't about um, Johnny and Moira Rose from Schitt's Creek? Uh, I don't know who that is. What do you think, Matt? Um, but th- th- this is your opportunity to see Colby Cooper tonight and score some um, other tickets. So it's up to you. Matt? What? He's talking let's, with somebody. Uh, let's go controversial and we'll say the, the Cosby. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you he pretty much told us they were on Claire the list. and Cliff Huxtable. Yeah. Okay. They are on the list at number right. nine. All right. Wow. What about... Um, um, Mama Bates from uh, like uh, Norman's mom. Yeah, Bates, Norman's mom. Bates Motel or whatever. Wow. Was she a great? She wasn't a great mom. Oh no, uh, I don't. Think dang so. it. Uh, I mean, okay. So, uh, what about uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air's parents, the aunt and uncle, Phil and Vivian Banks? Yeah, Phil and Vivian. You like yeah. that answer, M- Melissa? Sure. They come in at number four on the list, so you're getting around the area. Okay. Matt and Coriel can win the game here with this answer. If not, Melissa and Nick have got a chance to tie it up here. Oh, okay. I have a couple ideas. I I was thinking, what about like the Dunphys? The Dunphy parents from Modern Family? (sighs) Claire and Phil. Claire and Phil Dunphy. Claire and Phil Dunphy. Dunphy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is Claire and Phil Dunphy on the list? They are, and they are the number one answer. Therefore, game over right there. Nice job. Here's your top ten TV parents. Shit's Creek better be on this. Mike and Carol Brady at ten. Claire and Cliff Huxtable at nine. Amy and Alan Matthews from Boy Meets World. Never seen that. Oh, those are good parents. Uh, Jack and Rebecca Pearson from This Is Us. that's a great show. I've never seen this show. Johnny and Moira Rose coming at number six. (laughs) They're great parents. They're they're, so awesome. Where are they from? They're technically not great Uh, parents, but they're lovable parents in the show. Danny Tanner from Full House. That was my name. A single parent. Uh, Phil and Vivian Banks came in at four. Lorelai Gilmore from the Gilmore Girls. I was thinking Girls. of Gilmore Girls, too. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. Kitty and Red Foreman from That 70s Show <laughs> finished at number two. But the number one Man. answer picked by Coriel and Matt are Claire and Phil Dunphy nice from job, Modern guys. Family. Very nice. Congrats, you Matt. You are our winner today. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> thing. Like, Melissa, thanks for playing. We'll get you another chance to play another time. That is J.P. Makes His Guest for today. J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick. And it's Thursday, therefore, our friend Matt from the Capital Man Society gets to join us in studio with a friend. Good morning, Matt. 
Hello, how's it going? Good, sir. How Hi, are things Matt. at the Humane Society? Good, good. Uh, a little busy. Uh, we've had quite a few dogs come in this week, oh, okay. but uh, mm-hmm. you know, we're uh, we're staying busy and trying to find them homes. Absolutely, and that's what we'd like to try to help too. And yeah. get them a forever family. Forever home, and uh, you know, there's lots of dogs today that are up for adoption, including uh, maybe a guest that might be with us today. Yeah, one that's already made Coriel cry. Literal tears. Okay, like, normally, I can't... normally we kick those people out, but <laughs> these I'm... are happy tears. I, I can't keep looking over in Matt's direction with his guest because it's just going to make me cry. It's like you're being like it's a tractor beam, and it's pulling you to it I and know. the tears fall out of your face I know. as soon as you're nearby it. I know. And and I know it's thievery, but I'm considering. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so Matt um has a guest with us today. Yep. Let's get to know our guest. So that she can get back to just holding your guest. And I think I got the cries out, but I'm teetering. Okay. So Matt is our guest most likely to vacation somewhere tropical. Cold or very hot and dry? Mm, cold. Ooh, okay. Maybe, cold. Like, are you like talking like activities? Okay, so doing like activities out to the too? Yeah, maybe yeah. some snowboarding, something oh, like that. Snow. Oh, shredding that gnar. Is that what they or call just, it? Or just maybe pulling the sled along. There you go. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, <laughs> is our guest most likely to watch scary movies, rom coms, or documentaries? Rom coms. Yeah, I got that vibe too. Yeah, a definitely rom-com. a lover. Okay, <laughs> definitely a lover. Gonna cuddle with you. Likes a good little laugh, yeah. but once he I mean, cuddles, it's very comforting vibes. Yeah. yeah, and that pivotal moment where they the couple breaks up and the sad music's playing. Our friend will cuddle up against yeah. you and just make I mean, literally, you, you were crying and he was cuddling you. Yeah, like, like even harder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he was just really leaning into you. He was okay. <sighs> Would our guest be most likely to reach for a Runza, Valentino's Pizza, or Omaha Steak? Omaha Steak. That's what I got, too. Yeah. That's what I've been getting. Yeah. Our guest is a dog. <laughs> She's in tears again. His name is Joe. And Joe his tail's dog. wagging right now. And his legs are floppy. What is this she, big she's ball? She's crying of, again. Yeah, what is this big ball of fluff that you have in your hands? What is Joe? Yeah, so Joe is about three months old, and he is obviously a puppy, but yeah. he's a, uh, we think, a German Shepherd mix, maybe okay. some Husky in there. And possibly some Anatolian Shepherd, but uh, he's black and tan, yeah. and he's very fluffy um, oh and God, soft. So but uh, eyebrows are the best part of uh, black and tan dog because those tan the, eyebrows. Yeah, he's got the so tan expensive. eyebrows, but then his eyes are bright blue. Yeah, both of them, and yeah. so they really just stand oh, out. He and so so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's that puppy smell, and he's got the puppy breath too. Oh, so oh, that oh, comes included okay. with the adoption. Nobody's yeah. perfect. Yeah, it does. Nobody's perfect. You don't have to bottle it up. It's right there. I knew there was you. something wrong. No, oh, puppy breath is great smell. No, Joe. Oh, I bet. Hold on. Hold on. Got to do the. Yeah, his puppy <laughs> feet smell like Fritos. <laughs> They smell like Fritos? He's got Frito paws, guys. The game's over. The game is over. So I'm sorry you can't adopt this dog. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. Uh, but he's a neutered male. Uh, he's obviously not going to stay this size. Yeah, uh, no, he's going. He's big 15 boy. pounds right now. He's going to probably easily be a 75 to 100 pound dog. So 
definitely keep that in mind uh, that he's a puppy. He's going to need some yeah. house training and uh, work on basic obedience right away. Get him around a lot of other people, a lot of other dogs, so that when he is that big 7,500-pound uh, dog, that he's yeah. a well-behaved That uh, is a very big, big lap dog because he will be a lap dog. Yeah. He definitely lap thinks he's for a lap all dog. of eternity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, train him now so that they're like this big lap dog that'd be like really dainty and careful around other <laughs> people and dogs, and that's the way to do it. Or during the winter when he's you know huge, he just hops up on the bed with you. You won't there even you need go. a you won't even need a comforter. Or a blanket. No kidding, no, not at all. If he feels like a weighted blanket, kind of. Oh hi! <laughs> he's smelling the mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if Coriel doesn't snap up, oh, yes, Joe, yes. Uh, how he's can people? <laughs> <laughs> now he's happy. See, he's, oh, it's a rom com. This happy. is the happy ending of the rom com. It yeah. is. There you go. The happy end. But uh, <laughs> he'll be available around twelve forty-five today out okay. at the Pylock Pet Adoption Center. He does have a brother. Oh, um, oh, Coriel. His brother is his yeah, brother is Nick. And Joe and Nick. Oh, yeah. what great! So days. Nick will be available uh, at eleven thirty when the building opens. Okay, uh, he's similar. He's got the same coloring. He's just shorter haired, uh, oh, not okay. as furry and uh, fluffy. fluffy. Okay. Um, but uh, Joe will be out there twelve forty five one o'clock, so you can come meet him. Uh, Pylock Pet Adoption Center out at Seventieth and Nebraska Parkway, and we're open till seven o'clock tonight. Uh, but you can check out our website too. So, Matt, thank you for coming in and yes, making Coriel you. cry. You've lost me entirely. <laughs> First time ever. This is JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. We've had a very full day today. Let's add to it, shall we, Coriel? Yeah, let's just pile on with pull ups. Or, no, pull up. With pull-ups. Pull-up with pull-ups. There we go. Like pile on the pull-ups is what yes. Coriel wants to change the name to, ladies, if, if that's okay. Uh, we can add it in. Exactly. Cool. Uh, joining us is Arden and Liz with the... Uh, Junior League of Junior Lincoln. League of Lincoln. Thank you. I was going to say yep. that, but you beat me to it. So. Junior League of Lincoln. Uh, Tell us what's going on today. Yes. We have some big stuff happening. So we're kicking off our official National Diaper Need Awareness Week Diaper Drive with a really fun event called Find the Good Day. Okay. okay. So Find the Good Day is a national initiative from our National Junior League Association. And it serves as a reminder that acts of goodness can happen every day and that no act of kindness is too small. And when we're all together, we can make a huge lasting impact on the lives of many. So tonight we're gonna be at one of my favorite places Corn Coast Brewing Company. Oh, you. Oh, yeah. We're going to be there from four to seven. Okay. Okay. And if you come, please bring a package of unopened pull ups or diapers in like bigger sizes, like four, five, and six. Okay. Okay. Everyone who brings an unopened package of diapers or pull ups is going to get a dollar off the drink of their choice. Ooh. Hey there. My choice is like the Bahama Llama seltzer. Bahama Llama? That sounds delicious. I love that. It's delicious. Mad Max Barbecue is going to be on site serving smoked pork sliders. Oh, Oh my God. Event special, $5 sandwiches. Your kids are welcome. Your fur friends, your dogs are welcome. Okay. You got to stop inviting people because Coriel is going to just... (laughs) She's going to guard the table and not let anybody near yeah. the food or the dogs. Yeah. Oh, also, did I say there's going to be cake? Okay, no. done. Done okay. deal. There's going to be cake. There's, 
There's going to be cake because we're partnering tomorrow with Super Saver for a diaper drive shopping event at their 27th and Pine Lake location. Very cool. All day. That's so awesome. So they hooked us up. The bakery at the Super Saver on 27th and Pine Lake hooked us up with a full sheet cake. So, like, you can have as much cake as you want. That's there amazing. And I'm going to kind of bounce it over to Arden because there's a huge diaper need in our community. And I'm going to let her talk a little bit more about yeah, that. Yeah, take it away, Arden. Yeah. So um, the diaper bank, uh, the Junior League Diaper Bank was founded in, in 2018. And so we've been around for a little bit. Um, but last year we started partnering with Lincoln Littles, which has providers all over Lincoln um uh that serve uh kids uh so what we are doing is we are um providing diapers to those uh lincoln little providers uh for families in need mm-hmm. and so um within just six months from january 2023 to june 2023 we distributed over 11,000 diapers wow. and over 150 packs of wipes. That's something that we also haven't talked about because um, obviously the need is diapers, but wipes, yeah, need for wipes and and everything that comes along with it, right? So if you so, feel extra giving today when you come by and you bring <laughs> unopened packages or boxes of diapers or pull-ups, if you want to also throw wipes in there too, yeah. it would yeah. be awesome. Yeah. So. Um, the diaper bank really has, um, it serves more than 6,000 children um, who are at risk uh, for diaper need in Lancaster County. So um, there's a huge need um, and we're seeing that kind of need increase um, uh, throughout kind of the years um, as as people um, request more and more. And so um, diaper need, it impacts so much. Um, it impacts, uh, obviously, the kiddos, um, you know, with wellness and um, being able to attend daycare, right? Because typically, right. you have to provide your own diapers at daycare for you to be able to attend. Right. Um, and so if parents can't provide the diapers, then uh, they miss out on work. And so mm-hmm. uh, the National Diaper Bank Network actually um uh, points out that um, uh, about one in four families have missed uh, uh, almost five days of work because of diaper need. And so then we think about like the, the ripple effect that that has, right? Um, and it has a huge impact. Um, so uh, definitely, um, more than just diapers, right? I, I think well, that right. the, what we look at um, is, is that this is way more than just um, providing diapers. We're really seeing that this can impact on multiple levels um, within our community. So. Cool. Well, make sure you uh, do something good today. Find the good. Bring some pull-ups. Yeah. And diapers to corn coast wipes. brewing wipes yep from 4 to 7 p.m junior league of lincoln would love to have you and of course they mentioned the food truck too so you get to have some beer and food and cake don't forget the cake it's a good time it's a thirsty thursday so why not well liz and arden thank you so much for bringing this to our attention and we wish you guys the best at the beginning of the big drive here and uh and thank you so much awesome. thank you thank you bye, bye. yeah 
One this more drive in. goes through the end of September. And so if they can check out our website, it's just jll.org. Or, you know, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on all the things. And so there's a variety of drop-off locations throughout the entire city of Lincoln. We're going to be collecting diapers and wipes through the end of the month. Okay. Awesome. Well, Perfect. we'll add that link to the post on Facebook if you're looking for it, KX969. Thanks, ladies.